0: From the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, where friends grow faith, enhance life, and build community together. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today I'm here with our co-hosts, Elise Noel and Kimberly, to talk about giving thanks. November is right around the corner, and that means Thanksgiving will be here before we know it. Of course, we should be grateful all year around. However, this month marks the time when even the grumpiest of people find something to be thankful for. Giving thanks has been known to slow aging, relieve stress, and improve relationships. I've learned that having an attitude of gratitude is not enough. To actually give thanks, we have to do something. My co-hosts and I have gathered here today to share with you the ways we give thanks, not only during the holidays, but also in the everyday. But before we get started, let's do what we do each week and ask an in-your-words question. Ladies, I'd love to know, what's your favorite fall activity? Who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first. Um, My favorite fall activity is when my husband makes his famous apple pies. He Ooh. makes such a good apple pie, and he makes his own crust,
2: mm, which yeah. gets me to shame. Very impressive. And,
1: and then he, he is pretty, you know, creative, artistic, so there's always some sort of, like, intricate design on the top of the pie, you know, and maybe themed to whatever we're, like, into that year. So <laughs> um, I just love it when he makes – he does a lot of baking. I and also uh, love sewing, but that's a different episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just makes a great. I'm not really good at baking at all, at all. So it's great to have him. And I just always look. It feels like fall when he makes his first apple pie. So does he do apple
3: pie? or just one like at thanksgiving time or is it he just makes for them now?
1: for like thanksgiving he will probably make, make one and then like there'll be some funny kind of picture on it that he'll create with the dough and stuff mm-hmm. and then usually like um a lot one year we did like a back to school party with some people in the neighborhood um some friends of ours i did like a back to school apple pie and he, yeah Fantastic. he's wild Do you you go apple picking? And he makes pies. Yeah. We went out picking this year and we picked like.
2: Five million. It's
1: very easy to pick a lot of apples. Right. And then the people were like, that will be $75. I'm like. (laughs) Do you use those? Those are the apples you use? Yes. And that week, I like made everything with apple. Yeah. Like everything was with apple. The like, kids <laughs> at the end were like, "Please, no more, no more apple flavored <laughs> dinners." I was like, "Pork chops and apples, and like apple and carrot yeah. soup. Like it just it got to be obscene." <laughs> so I need to remember that wow. we really only need one bag of apples. Yeah, but I give everybody a bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to and they get like you know a hundred pounds of apples. So. Well, I have three Crazy. kids,
0: so all three kids need their own bag. <laughs> like,
1: I know.
3: Yeah, yeah there, and those places are the pick-your-own type places are surprisingly expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I, we've had that same experience where we've gotten pumpkins and apples and all sorts of things that caught our eye, and we got to the little gate where you pay. And we're gonna, you know, they're like $100 or, yeah, you, know, you know, whatever. And I'm like, they're just pumpkins. How's this possible? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Experience. Yes. Yeah. Kimberly, what about you? Uh, um, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm thinking about apple pie already. <laughs> Your favorite fall activity. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry. My favorite fall activity. Um, well, for a couple of years, we've gone to um, this beautiful... A state, I guess, on a state park in New York called Mohawk House. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in upstate New York, and it is one of the most beautiful. I mean, I've traveled a lot, and it is truly one of the most beautiful places I've been. I absolutely love it. And in the fall, we can just see all the trees turning,
2: because
3: <sighs> um, it, it's on a, I think it's just attached to, or like they share land with a state park, where they have um, all of these old Rock formations that have been there for centuries, and mm-hmm. you can climb up them, um, up the mountain, and you can see over the into the valley, and uh, it's just—it's absolutely stunning. So we take a day, and we do that, and we um, so we hike the whole day, and then they have a garden that we walk around, and they have tea in the afternoon, and we do a nice lunch, and it's just—it's a whole day affair, really. Mm-hmm. We do it with friends, and um, we actually just did it this past weekend. So, yeah,
0: I saw uh, on your Instagram feed. I thought yeah, I know, I have, know, I have up. spread out those photos over
3: time, because they're so, I took so many, and they're so beautiful. Yeah. So you know every year? We've only done it a couple years, but it's um, my friend, the friend we
1: go with, uh, she's been going for 20 years. Oh, my and, gosh, you know, I've always wanted to go. Oh, I've yes. never done it. Now my I'm going to. Oh, close. It's, just, it's really close by. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My sisters and I go for an overnight every year in March because they have um, a a pretty deep discount midweek. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We we have a spa day and we spend the night. It is so awesome and so definite. I love that. Really wonderful. Mohawk is absolutely gorgeous. It's on a glacial lake. I mean, even for a day trip, Noel, it's it's amazing. Is it? Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll surprise Troy and take him up. He would love that.
2: Yeah. 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 Do it. It's totally worth it. it. And there's
3: this cute little, there's this little town that we stop into on the way up called New Palt. Yeah, okay. And it ha- mm-hmm. it's very quirky. Like, it's got, it's very, um, old. So it has homes from, like, the 1600s and all these different, you know, historical things, which are apparently haunted, which was very exciting for a <laughs> And, um, <laughs> like, you're walking through and there's, like, blood splatter on the windows. Oh, this is unusual. Not real blood splatter. Basically. Right. Um. But then it also has, like, a kind of crunchy element. So it's Definitely. very hippie-ish. So you get the it's old a, kind of yeah. hippies and There's that.
2: a it's state nice. University of New York there. I applied oh, there for college. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
3: um, super fun. Great. Very cool. Nice to go. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Awesome. What about you, Elise? Well, um, for many, 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 many years, we did apple picking. And it was often um, affiliated with... One of my girls who was going to school in the Philadelphia area. So that is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Of course, now that makes me a little sad because we don't do it anymore Um, because nobody's in Philadelphia. Mm. But I will say – so instead, I'd say now – I mean, that's not true. People are in Philadelphia. They're not going to school in Philadelphia. Sorry. Um,
1: Mm.
2: I would say now it would be – and this will end this year too – a fall trip to one of my college daughters, um, so oh. we're going up um, in Octo- October 30th for my youngest daughter's, uh, a little trip to Boston College, you know, a little weekend kind of thing, and um, another daughter's going to meet us up there, and who knows, maybe another one too. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's become one of my favorite traditions, but I, I do I do love fall, although I do find it a little melancholy, by the way.
3: Hmm. That's what I like about
2: it. That mm-hmm. that's oh. a-
3: my temperament. We know it's fall. We're yeah. a simpatico. We understand each other.
2: <laughs> I like spring. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Well, I love to go to the farmers market. Our farmers market is open from June through November, but for some reason, I just always forget about it in the summer. And yeah, you know. People are busy in the summer, blah, blah, blah. But I, I just don't think of it. Like, I'll drive by and think, oh, yeah, we should go. But it isn't until the fall. There's something about, like, putting your sweater on, walking down to the farmer's market, you know, getting the fruits and vegetables there, um... It's just the time of year when I make room for it. I don't know why, but there. But there's so. And again, they always have the donuts and cider. And There's even like there's this guy that rides a bike that serves chai, tea out of his bike, (laughs) like the back of his bike.
1: Awesome.
0: um, (laughs) So there's just yeah, just being outdoors, being around the leaves, them crunching under your feet as you walk around. There's something that I really enjoy about the farmers market in the fall.
2: Yeah. Oh, the the, the mm-hmm. leaves um, are just so gorgeous right now. I'm oh, seeing. I'm yes. getting stopped in my tracks. Yes, yes yeah.
3: you're right. Yeah, me too. Every time I get in the car to drive, I just think I live in the most beautiful part of the country. It's just mm-hmm. so wonderful. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I'll be a northeast girl forever. I think just because fall is so stunning here. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, There was one day last year where I literally pulled into my driveway and just videotaped all of the leaves that were falling down from the trees, and it was just so nice. Mm. And I think I even, like, did, like, a little Instagram thing where I put music to it. Like, it (laughs) it was just so nice, you know, and peaceful to look at, and, yeah, it's a great time of year. So Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I can't even believe it. Just the other day, uh, yesterday, I was texting. Well, by the time we air this episode, we'll be a little bit closer to Thanksgiving than we are now. But just yesterday, I was texting going over plans, who's hosting, who's bringing what. And just it's just so hard to believe. I feel like just yesterday, we went back to school. But now that November's here, I'm remembering that it's a great time of year to cultivate thanks and cultivate gratitude and yeah. so it tends to be the time of year where I say okay kids November let's let's do something that, that shows how thankful we are let's use this opportunity to practice Thanksgiving and I'm always looking for ways to incorporate Thanksgiving into our daily life um, of course we should be doing it all year round but November is the perfect time of year to kind of recenter And get back to gratitude. So, um, Mm. we have all of you guys with us today because I thought it would be a fun episode to take turns talking about the ways we show gratitude, the way we incorporate it into our personal life and into our families. And so, Noelle, I'd love you to go first because you told me about something really fun that I think our listeners would love.
1: Yes. So, um, a couple years ago when I was living in Northern Ireland, I was a children's pastor. And we did something called the Mug of Gratitude. And what we did is we gave every child in the church that was old enough to participate a white like ceramic mug and a black Sharpie. And uh, I believe at that time it was five little packets of hot chocolate. Okay, and I I think attached to every hot chocolate, there was like a question. But what the point was, was that on every Sunday, we encouraged the families of that month to get together and um, have hot chocolate as a family. But what they would do is they would take their mug first and they would take their little Sharpie and they wrote down all the things they were grateful for. So, the kid, mostly the kids did it, but they were encouraged to do it as a family. And so, you know, kids wrote different things, like their home and their friends. And, you know, some of them wrote, you know, Pokemon and and um, <laughs> soccer. But the point was to kind of get them to think about it, to so then put it on a mug. And then, you know, we did the classic. You bake the mug in the oven. Um, you can find the instructions on Pinterest. It's very easy. And that will kind of sort of lock the ink onto the mug so you can wash it later. And... um. And then throughout the throughout the month, every Sunday we encourage the families to get together to make their hot chocolate, and then to go around and talk about what they're thankful for that week. So it was both a reminder of getting together and discussing gratitude, but also because of the, you know their words were written on the mug, they could also look at it to kind of get ideas. And the idea was you know to have an attitude of gratitude, and it was probably one of my most favorite things that we did that. probably one of my favorite things I did when I was a missionary in Northern Ireland I really enjoyed that and just hearing the feedback from the families but even with my own family we did it and I mean I love hot chocolate so you you know you don't have to give me too big of a reason to have hot chocolate and we just had a lot of fun with it and just to hear what my kids were thankful for was encouraging to me so we still do that and we we will be doing that very soon we'll be getting a I'll get the kids and me and Troy a mug and we'll start writing all our things that we're thankful for and then we'll bake it and then throughout this month we will be talking about what we're thankful for, yeah. we're for hot chocolate
2: mm.
1: Love it
0: oh, I love that, especially this time of year to have a nice warm cup of hot chocolate um, What was the weather like this time of year in Ireland?
1: It's a little bit more mild um, but it was nice I mean, isn't that, well, it could be rainy it was mm-hmm. <laughs> actually more times than that, it was rainy. I'm kind of having wishful thinking, <laughs> but it was more mild. It wouldn't be as crisp as it is on the East Coast here. Hmm. So, and there's no, you know, there wasn't any Thanksgiving in Northern Ireland. That's right. That was very interesting because, um, yeah, that's kind of funny. We, you know, Northern Ireland's part of the UK, and, um, and obviously, you know, America came began from the pilgrims that came from the UK that left the country to find freedom. So it's kind of always funny when we talk about Thanksgiving, (laughs) but we still celebrated Thanksgiving. Um, It was weird because nobody else was, but we invited all all of our friends that were American, and then often we invited others to join us, so um, it was always really fun. Last year we had a lot of fun. We just invited everybody. Uh, last year we had, we invite, literally invited everybody to Thanksgiving. I think there could have been over 100 people there. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we just told everyone to, we gave everybody like a Thanksgiving dish to make, which was hilarious because they don't make the same things that we do. Hmm. You know, they're like, what is this like sweet potatoes with marshmallows? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but they brought it, it was really sweet. And part of that was because they knew we were leaving. So everybody showed up to our big Thanksgiving party and they like, really tried hard to make these like American dishes and it was a really precious time where all of us got together and we were able to share what we were thankful for and um it probably is my most favorite Thanksgiving memory yeah mm-hmm. it was very nice was really nice
2: yeah
3: we, we had a lot of we had about seven years abroad so we had seven Thanksgivings that were just just uh you know yeah. well, we did invite um, when we lived in London we had a number of friends who um were expats as well, so we invited yeah. them over, and we would do a Thanksgiving with them. But it always, we always would do it like on the Saturday after Thanksgiving because everyone was yeah. still working. Yeah, <laughs> right. And um, and then in Switzerland, I, I don't even know what we did. I, I'm sure we did it. Oh yeah, we did. In fact, because they um, getting a turkey was just nearly impossible there. I actually, one year I went to the butcher, and I didn't. I don't speak Swiss German, and <laughs> and speak English. So I was literally like making, flapping, things <laughs> with my arms and doing like gobble gobble turkey. You know, like trying to. I looked up a few words, so I was trying to say turkey in Swiss German. And they, they just looked at me like I was crazy, and in the end, we actually did end up with a turkey, which was wow. shocking. I, I wasn't sure well, really what I was gonna end it up. It was with.
1: your your charade skills that you had.
3: <laughs> yes, <exactly.
1: laughs> But it barely fit in our oven because we, we well, have, you know, I was going to say that was a problem. We could never fit the turkey in the oven or in the refrigerator. <laughs> we had to it, buy a cooler.
3: I think we had to sit it on the bottom. We had to take all the racks out yeah. and sit it on the bottom, and it it filled the entire oven because the oven, you know, all the appliances there are much smaller.
1: Yes.
2: Ones, so. Yeah. Yeah. So funny.
3: Wow. Yeah. It was quite an adventure.
2: That's interesting that their their appliances are all smaller. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah oh, my they have gosh. So much less
2: space. At least so have no idea. Such consumers. You have Such no consumers. Idea. Freezer.
3: I can't even talk about my freezer. I still have PTSD from my freezer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not a freezer. It's like a shelf. Like it's a, a shelf. Yeah. Interesting. Who knew? Clearly we need therapy from our <laughs> no, right. small appliance years. <laughs> <laughs> Wounded. Yeah. Well, that's funny.
2: So
0: can really tell us something you do throughout November.
3: Um, yeah, you know, I I have tried various things over the years with my kids that I never follow through. I, I'm terrible. So I think one year we tried, like, the, you know, hang a leaf on a branch or something with what you're thankful for. That probably lasted three days. I'm just <laughs> the worst at that. So um, I stopped trying to get my kids involved in that sort of thing. And what I do now, um, I think I've done it, maybe this be my third year on Instagram, I just use, um, I take a photo every day of the month of November, and I just use the hashtag, um, gosh, I don't even remember what I use, something about giving thanks, um, or gratitude, or I think it's gratitude, something like that, Um, and I, so I've just been using that every day of November, and really trying to push myself to think of something that I'm grateful for, and trying to look for those things that day, you know, what, what today am I, it's God put on my heart that I want to thank him for, um, which has been really, really good for me. It's helped me to be so mindful that that is what I'm celebrating this month in particular. And, yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah. I don't know that it necessarily translates into my family life, but it's good for me, certainly, to have that attitude for the whole month and really be thoughtful about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I think it's really good, too, going into that going from Thanksgiving into Christmas when it starts to get really crazy. Yeah. And, you know, my mind starts to think about all the stuff that needs to get done. But it forces me for the entire okay. month before December to really think clearly, to be grateful, to realize that I have enough, to not, you know, to know, like, I don't need more yeah. in my life. Like, this is enough for me. Yeah. More than enough for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, What I've been blessed with. So it, it does. I think timing-wise, it's really good as we go into
2: Christmas season. After that, yes, yeah. I agree. I think I might try to copy you. Do oh, share the hashtag. start. Yeah, figure to, out what that I hashtag is. <laughs> I, I have to look it up. I'll and then up. we'll and we'll maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll start a little movement. I love that.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that sounds great to me. Places of life. Um, thanks. Does Thanksgiving or something? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it too. I think that idea of just reminding ourselves to take every day and be thankful. You know, yes. like Anne Voskamp, thousand Gifts." That whole idea of just making a point to be intentional about looking—just yeah. you know, yes. out the window or mm. at, at a at your freezer. And being like, okay, I'm really thankful for this big freezer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Exactly. And all the wonderful stuff in it
0: (laughs) that I never could do before. Yeah. 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 With Ann Voskamp's Thousand Gifts, she um, does days of the week, right, where you have specific things to look for. Right? Have you guys done that? I did it yeah. f- I did it one month with my kids. It was fun. Um, specifically, like, something red or something. Like, mm-hmm. it was very specific, so you could keep your eyes open for things. Kind of like a, a thankfulness scavenger hunt. Yeah. Which like I, I kind of things. like. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
2: That's cool.
3: What about you, Elise? I looked it up. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, just, yeah. I looked it up. I looked up what I did last year, and it was um, 30 Days of Thanks, the number 30
2: 30 days. Love it. Thanks. I like that. Yeah. Good. Let's do it, everybody.
1: 30 days. Thanks.
2: Let's do it. Let's figure out how to remember it. (laughs) Okay. I wrote it down. We'll put it in the show notes. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, I really want to do that. Um, You know, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little nostalgic listening to all you guys with your kids around you and Mm. what you're doing with your families. Um, So... Um, having said that um, we, we've certainly done many things over the years and we did um, you know it's funny uh, Kimberly we did not try to do something every day but we did do one of those giving trees one of those giving thanks trees and just took the branches and I carefully cut out lots of different leaf shapes and um, we did, but we did it just we always go to my in-laws uh, for Thanksgiving So we get in the car, and and that's where I do it. I usually find a Devo for the day, a good Devo. And my whole family, amazingly, is usually with us on Thanksgiving, which is really unbelievable. Um, And sometimes there's a... um, boyfriend man friend um, (laughs) as well and they're always really good about participating which i love this this is the stuff that just makes me so happy in my van everybody's in there in a little bubble reading a devo and then writing something about thanks and we usually have a leading question to make it so that it's not just you know something really simple but something that everybody has to think a little bit about yeah. based on the de- de- devotion that we've done. And I have to say, I've been so moved by that. Um, so there's usually something like three questions. I don't know if I could ever remember, uh, find them for us and, and put them in the show notes. But if I do, uh, if I if I can remember, I will. Um, but it's just, it's a very moving moment. Um, I think we do things... I think last year we might have done something like what's a person you're thankful for, what's uh, an experience you've had over the past year that you've been thankful for, and, um, you know, maybe there's a, a success in your life that you've been thankful for as well. And it just spurs such wonderful conversation. We're only in that car for about an hour but it's precious time, and it's a great time mm. to regroup and kind of – it's a great way of even catching up on one another and knowing one another a little bit more deeply, yeah. as well as being able to experience a little time of thankfulness. We've done over the years, too, things like the thankfulness jar or blessing jar. and um, But, again, I'd, I'd be with you on that one, Kimberly. We haven't been that consistent. Um, so as long as we can do something on that day. I'm very mm. sad if I – I remember in the past, like, I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I really like to do something intentional for Thanksgiving, at least on that day. Not just sit around the table, but actually have a moment where we think about that. Uh, what are we really grateful for? So that's it, but we keep it simple. Tell me
0: about the Thanksgiving jar that you've tried to do <laughs> the, the blessing jar? Yeah. What is that?
2: Um, well, I was given a, a blessing jar years ago when I worked with, um, when I was the state coordinator for Moms in Prayer. So it, it was just a really pretty ceramic jar, and it has a, a round emblem that says, blessings. And you just really take a strip, you take strips of paper, and you have them available with a pen, and, and you know, you can say, okay, everybody, each day I want you to put a, um, a blessing, a something that you're thankful for on that little strip of paper and then i want you to put it into the blessing jar and then at some point we might pull them out and read them together as a family you might even try to guess whose blessing is that who's grateful for that and i'm i'm reminded now yeah i'm reminded now too that over the years we did um fits and starts of family meetings but we did them and when we did them we usually incorporated one of these blessing ideas, something maybe like to say, okay, each one of us has to express gratitude for the other for another person in our family, um, and we've also done that on birthdays as well. Mm. If you know, like, okay, so today it's um, Farrell's birthday, and let's tell Farrell what we're thankful for about her. And I, I, I love that kind of stuff. I think yeah. that's really important. People don't, people are not. Um, don't share that enough we don't share enough why we really appreciate somebody and so yeah I think I think Thanksgiving's an opportunity for that yeah and I think birthdays are opportunities for that and I think um even family meetings to kind of be- make sure you include that in you know I don't know if any of you are doing family meetings but as I said we did them in fits and starts over the many years of raising children <laughs> <laughs> and I always envied the one the friends of mine who did every Friday evening a family meeting and family movie I was like
0: Okay. I can't imagine that. My kids would literally be like, "Say what?" We do it yeah. on Sundays yeah. after church during lunch.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. You, f- you figure out how to do we it. Figured right? it out.
0: Yeah. 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 When, when I, when they were captive, when I had a captive audience, they couldn't go anywhere. They were eating. They had to listen to what I
2: had to say <laughs> about the week. And that's my van. Nobody can go anywhere. They're in yeah. my bubble.
3: <laughs> in your bubble. That's good. Yeah, I love that with birthdays. At least we do that too, where we have to go around and you have to say something that you love about the person, Mm
2: -hmm. which
3: is really challenging for the kids to actually (laughs) say something nice about their sibling, you know? Right, right,
2: right. um, It's vulnerable. It's
3: always the most interesting thing. Yeah, it's so sweet. They say the kindest,
0: sweetest things that you, you know, Mm -hmm. really nice.
2: Beautiful. That's great.
0: Well, I have, I've mentioned this before, I have the Read It, Pray It scripture cards on my website that people can download for free or they can purchase in my Etsy shop, but I did one month on gratitude, so I pull them out every november and say okay kids time to do a little refresher on what the bible says about Mm. thanksgiving and gratitude so we'll just kind of read over those scriptures on the way to school and pray those prayers and so that's something really simple that we can do and because the scripture cards are pre-made i throw them in my car and again captive audience on the way to school i can kind of enforce it whereas if i tried to i don't know set any other time of day aside it would just it would it would never work right um yeah. because every day is different every day is a yeah. sport or a different practice or a different whatever um so that's something simple that we we do and will continue to do Love um it. one Pretty year word. when when we had thanksgiving i hosted one year when we had first moved into this house and i set up we have a vestibule into our house and so people can come in the back door so I kind of taped off the front door and I turned our vestibule into a reality show confessional booth and Mm -hmm. I put a chair and a backdrop and I put the video camera on a tripod and so I literally like bullied everyone to go in the confessional Mm -hmm. booth at one point and say something that they were thankful for and they had a little remote control and I have to be honest, I thought it was a fabulous idea, and I still think it's a fabulous idea. And It is. It was during the time that I was editing all of my videos and putting them onto DVDs. So the big idea was to put all of these, just yeah. to edit them and put them on a DVD and then give it to everybody for Christmas, <laughs> which I never did.
2: So um,
0: it would
3: be really interesting. The fact interesting. that you even
2: thought of it is <laughs> impressive.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh. I
1: will find How do you have Frito. the time to even... I, this was years
0: ago. But, um, <laughs> but I do. I mean, I think it's really good. And, I, and like, I'm in the middle of um, still trying to do that. I was, like, on a roll where I would do it, like, I don't know, like, a half an hour every day. I would just, like, put these videos together. And it was just this idea of having all this footage. And, like, nobody's ever going to see it, right? Especially when the kids were little. You took videos all the time. And, and like, it could be just... Gone away with, right? And so I said, "Well, I got to get these on DVDs." So it is still on my master to-do list of of projects um, to get rid of those old tapes and get everything on DVDs. So when I finally do that, I will come across that Thanksgiving footage and I will splice it together, and people will find it in their stocking one year.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know about this awesome. year, maybe next year. Um, It'll be a surprise. Yeah, but i but it, I think that that's really fun to do, especially since we're all familiar with that that. Confessional booth format, right?
2: Everybody's seen their share
0: of reality TV shows now, so they know how it works, and um, you know. And I think people, yeah, and you know, if people aren't on the spot, maybe they'll they'll really like say something, you know, maybe that they wouldn't say when they're sitting around the table with everybody. I don't know.
2: That's true. That's good. I'd only know if I
0: go back and edit the video, but (laughs) but I thought it was a good idea, and I I still think it is. But
2: love it, love it, fun.
0: Noelle, is there anything else you
2: have?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> one things that uh, we've done, probably because we, we were a living expat, but, um, but I would like to continue the tradition, is to invite people to Thanksgiving that they're not our family. Because mm. um, as an expat, one of the things I always found was awkward was holidays. Because um, it would just be us. And I, I was just saying to Troy that last night was, I'm really excited about Christmas this year because we're home for Christmas, where in the past we would have been, you know, we're living overseas and it was always a little bit sad that it was just us. I don't, that, that could be my personality, but I was always a little bit like well, it's just uh, you know, it's the four of us. Um, I never really, you know, I always felt funny about going to somebody else's house on Christmas yeah. and um. But there were a few people that that did invite us, and it was always really a blessing. Yeah, that um, they kind of like open their door to us. And so, in the past, we, for Thanksgiving, we've had fam- like other people outside of family come, um, um, particularly people who don't have family in the area and are not traveling home. Um, it's just a great way to just open your home and be hospitable and, and just yeah. kind of even make more room to. To love people you know so it's always been a huge blessing to to host different people so mm-hmm. i'm hoping to do that this year and we're talking about who we're going to invite and so it's exciting and it's good for our kids too yes, So is. to see that mm-hmm. family can is not always just blood related you know so that's really lovely mm-hmm. yeah we travel on thanksgiving out to my folks
3: who live a couple hours away in another city Um, So that, you know, that's not really possible for Thanksgiving. And Christmas is tricky, too, because it's very much a family-oriented thing. I work more with my husband's family. Um, But we do, for Easter, we do invite people over. Nice. um, It's really nice. We've had such a funny, eclectic mix of folks. Um, It's very quirky. One year we forgot to get the ham. (laughs) (laughs) We did not pick up the ham. So what did you have? It's like 15 people coming over. Um, (laughs) Well, that morning, my husband and I were in the kitchen and we're talking like, you know, so, you know, we got to set out this, we got to do this and whatever. And we're talking through the logistics and both at the very same second looked at each other and went, the ham. You don't (laughs) have the ham. So, um, and the place is closed. So he went online, and we were like panicking. We've got all these people coming. He went online, and he found out that Boston Market is open on Easter. On Easter, and he called them, and he was like, "Look, I got all these people coming. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? Can you do anything?" And they they prepared him, and it was amazing. Oh my gosh,
0: that's
2: great! (laughs) It (laughs) was amazing.
3: They totally saved the day, but um, (laughs) a little bit of a panic moment. I was like, Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <But>. <laughs> oh yeah. man!
3: Like, how many mashed potatoes can you feed people?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Not really a, more of a filler.
2: But. Yeah. Because I was thinking, Noelle, as you were talking, what would it be like to um, have a Thanksgiving into our house and just say to my family, "I want everybody to bring somebody, somebody that we don't know, you know, yeah. somebody that that um, you just like to reach out to and invite." Or what would it be like to actually have a Thanksgiving meal with? my neighbors, my new neighbors, mm, yeah. you know, so I don't know, those are thoughts, I don't mm-hmm. know if they will become any kind of reality.
0: My church does a good job of having, like, the small group leaders, they ask, is anybody willing to open up their home on Thanksgiving for those people that don't have any place to go, mm-hmm. and especially since we have a very large population of young people, and yeah. um, In our church, it's really good because a lot of people have moved to this part of the country to work in Manhattan, and they don't necessarily have their family here, and um, so I think that's kind of neat. I mean, we typically are at my in-laws for Thanksgiving, so we haven't volunteered, Mm -hmm. but I do, I, I, I love the idea of it because I think that there was a time when... I would have liked to, done, to, have, to have done that when I lived in Atlanta, and I couldn't yeah. mm-hmm. go back home for Thanksgiving, and kind so of was like with my roommate you, eating
2: something. Is that right? Is that yeah. what you did? You, well, like, you had a little mini celebration? Yeah,
0: like one year we did, I worked with the wrestling team at Georgia State, and one year I got a local grocery store to kind of like sponsor our Thanksgiving dinner because the athletes didn't go home over the holidays because mm-hmm. they had to compete that following weekend. And so right, right, we actually did, you know, whoever on the team wanted to come over and we actually, you know, had no chairs, nobody, no place for anybody to really
2: sit, but we did. We did a had of Thanksgiving celebration yeah that's cool. Um, I, I like lo- my kids actually had that in school um I would say I guess through at least and maybe even a couple of them had it in high school, a Thanksgiving dinner where everybody brought something in for for the classroom, um which I thought was great. I loved mm-hmm. that they were celebrating you know in in the schools that way mm-hmm. gratitude and mm-hmm. and meals and what is this about and um they did that pretty far into. As I said, I think there were even a few of them in high school who did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. I love that we stop even in the public schools to do something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. There's there's a tradition that we used to do before we left for North Ireland called Friendsgiving. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Friday you get together and you bring all your leftovers from the day before. I, and oh, then you I have, love that. And you just have. This is when we were younger and didn't have children. And, um, but I think that'd be kind of fun to do again, where you just kind of like pick up pick somebody's house have everyone bring their leftovers from the day before and just eat thanksgiving again because sometimes yeah. you can't like you guys were saying you you're you're away on thanksgiving day right. visiting family so it's a great way to get together and just be thankful so it's called friendsgiving
2: yes um, okay. um i will tell you that we do because i do love turkey dinner so much and so is my family even though we do go away i usually do make a turkey on friday with stuffing Uh and mashed potatoes. And um, so we have the turkey and we have the leftovers that we don't get because we're away for the day. Uh But it's the only time we make that meal, so we have to duplicate it.
0: You know, I was trying to think of gratitude. And I've done gratitude journals, but they haven't necessarily been tied to the holiday. But Mm -hmm. I found that they've been really helpful when I'm going through a tough time or when it feels like, yeah, things just aren't going my way. And when I take time to kind of write two or three things in a journal every day, I really feel like that changes the atmosphere in my life and in my heart. And that's one of the things I really appreciated doing. And I started doing that a long time ago. It was a friend of mine that suggested it to me. It was when I was living in Atlanta and I guess I was, I don't remember exactly what the circumstances were, but I was definitely going through a rough time trying to figure out how to pay my bills, working two mm-hmm. jobs, the boy I liked didn't like me, like <laughs> all the things that matter when you're in your 20s. Yes. And she's the one who suggested it to me to start writing down the things that you were grateful for. And right. it was I thought it was really helpful. And off and on I've tried to encourage um, my kids to do it when I feel like they're really struggling when, you know, with friendships or with school not going well or the great, you know, having a tough time academically, I encourage them to do that. And so that's probably a good thing that could be done this month as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that gratitude journal is, I do think it's a life changer. And I do Mm. think it's really important to do it when we're not doing well. But I think that's a good point that we don't tend to do it. I'm, at least I'm with you, Kim, in that I don't tend to do it when I'm when life is fine. Um, mm. So it's just a challenge. I'm I'm hearing a challenge from you. I mean, not that you're proposing it, but yeah. <laughs> I am I am challenged by what you're saying. It's like, am I am I paying attention to the things that I need to be grateful for on a regular basis, or am I coasting because? Life is good, and it's fine. And I I mean, I do take the opportunity often to say, to kind of share a little bit about my moving story because it's been so laced with so much to be thankful for. Um, And I was so dreading this whole thing. But yeah, I, I just, I like that idea of maybe just getting a little journal and keeping it out on the counter with a pen and reminding myself and my husband and whoever else comes into our home um, you know, not strangers off the street, but in my family, to just mm-hmm. be mindful and write a little thank you. Mm-hmm. What am, What are we grateful for? So,
3: I, I, think I do that a little bit. Um, I don't have a journal where I do that, but I I find that that works really well in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. I'm particularly struggling in a relationship with, say, one of my children, or uh, especially you know, if it's my husband, if we're kind of in a tough spot, uh, it it's very helpful for me to take a few minutes every day and truly review in my mind all of their good qualities what am I thankful for about this person yes this relationship and it really it's almost like it resets the that hardwiring in your brain where I don't for me I I just I can go negative really quickly very very easily and I get stuck in this mindset where I start to think that this relationship or this person is particularly difficult yeah when really that's you know there might be one small thing out of a a wide you know like the wider picture i'm not seeing the wider picture is they love me and they're supportive of me and you know all of these wonderful things but i'm focused on a little tiny corner of the photo you know the photograph so um i think that's great to do any time of year but particular particularly for me i i like to try and use that
2: when I'm having relationship difficulties. Do you do you write something down somewhere, or do you um, just be my? Mi- are you mindful of it?
3: Yeah, I just I don't write it down. I typically am just mindful of it, like in the shower or something in the morning, if yeah, I find yeah. myself starting to have a negative attitude. Yeah, towards yeah, that's great. You know, or my mind going to that place where I know it's going to spiral. Um, I, I tend to try and really just go to tick a list. I'm grateful that this person does this, and they do that. Um, it really, it does kind of help reset that hardwiring. wiring.
2: Yeah, I, I think that is a brilliant idea. Um, we can really get into that little rut of thinking. I, I'm thinking particularly with our children, when they're not, uh, you know, we go through tough times with kids. They They go through yeah. stages. We go through stages. We start to think about, at least I have thought about, you know, this is upsetting, and I'm annoyed about this, and this is bad, and what about this? And we really have to counteract that, um, okay. that stinking yeah. thinking, as I think Joyce Myers started that, and I've certainly heard Lisa Turker say it since. But how do we counteract that negative thinking and that, neg- that relationship? You're so right, Kimberly, to kind of put on, put on a different set of glasses uh, to look at that relationship. And it really does shift things. It's, it, gratitude is a very, very powerful thing it just uh it really just change our attitudes um yeah I like it I was thinking recently I've had some you know we're planning a wedding and I'm not really part of the plan which is a little frustrating to me because I'm the mother of the bride and I kind of want to be you know I have this little idealized vision of what it's all supposed to look like and my expectations have not been met <laughs> so I can start to think very negatively about mm. what's not going to happen and how it's not going to work out and what about me and nobody loves me, nobody's making me a part of this um, and I had a, a lightning bulb moment. I really felt the Lord was impressing on me uh, to turn my thinking around. It was like, you know what, when you're in the this place of what's wrong with this situation, Mm-hmm. I, I can't extend grace when I'm in that place. I really can't. I can't extend love in the same in the way that I'd like to be. So it's kind of like I've shifted my thinking again to okay, let it go. Now how can I bless and how can I love through this experience so that it is some of what I want to see, which is a bonding and a, and a good positive joyous journey so. Mm-hmm.
1: That's wonderful. It's some really powerful about how can we bless. And I know that I had a friend um, who did this like during the Christmas season, not necessarily for Thanksgiving, but she wrote like every friend her a thank you note. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's like I personally was really encouraged by her verbalizing her gratitude for me. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kept that. You know, I've, I still have it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a little um, file in my filing cabinet over here with notes of encouragement, and anytime I get bummed out, I, like, go in there and, and just read nice Love things that, that people said about me. But, you know, I, I think that there's... The, that's definitely a challenge to me to how can I verbalize my gratitude to people? Um, because I, I don't think that we do that enough I know I don't do that enough and I think that there's so much negativity that we even put on ourselves that one person just saying you know what I'm really thankful that you are a person that does this or has this personality can really can really change someone's perspective of the situation they're in presently and so um, when she said to me that no and, and I heard that she was doing it for family and friends that were in her life it just really blessed me so I'd love to do that one time
2: yeah, that's, beautiful.
1: That is. that's beautiful going back to that whole idea of
0: a consistent habit of gratitude as exampled by the journal is that I find that when we do any kind of gratitude exercise whether it's on Thanksgiving with little leaves that we hang on fake trees or whether it's <laughs> my,
2: my tree branches are real just for the record Okay,
0: <laughs> sometimes mine are it depends on how much you know, time I have to find them um, if or, or the blessings jar or whatever it is. I feel like for that first slew of ideas are always just common, right? So my kids are like, I'm thankful for my house. Yeah. I'm thankful for yeah. my family because yeah. they've been talking yeah. about this in school all week, right? So they've got the answers. But I feel like with a, a continual habit or with a journal, after you get through the surface stuff that you're thankful for, then you can really start to think about what you're thankful for beyond that because... You can't repeat. Like, if we do this, I don't let my kids repeat, right? So you have to come up with something new. Right. And so they start to have to really think, well, what am I really grateful for? And I think that's when the real good stuff starts to happen, you know, where our hearts are really changed. And we're really reprogramming ourselves to keep our eye out for the things that aren't
2: obvious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like... Catch, you know, that idea of catch somebody doing something good instead mm-hmm. of bad, especially like with your kids when they're young and they're you're constantly correcting them. Same idea with the Thanksgiving. It's like, um, you know, think deeper and take this opportunity to, to bless with Thanksgiving. I love that.
0: Ladies, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful for you guys joining us today to discuss how to cultivate an attitude of gratitude and sharing with us some of your holiday traditions. Can you do us a favor and tell us where we can find you online? Elise, go first.
2: Sure. Um, I can be found at elisedalyparker.com and on Facebook at elisedalyparker editor, writer, coach, and otherwise, hashtag elisedalyparker.com. You
3: can find me at KimberlyAnnCoyle.com, that's my blog, and um, on Facebook at Kimberly Coyle, (laughs) my name, and um, on Instagram, if you want to do 30 days of thanks with me, alongside me, um, that would be awesome. You can find me at K A
1: Coyle.
0: And Noelle, when you tell us where you're at, tell us about your podcast real quick too that's launching this week.
1: Yes. um, Yes. We have a... a new podcast that I'm launching called Friending Podcast. It's a podcast all about friendship. Uh, you could look it up. The website is friendingpodcast.com and the Twitter and Instagram account is Friending Pod. Um, but you can find me personally at noelroads.com and at nproads on Instagram.
0: That's awesome, Noel. Uh, you can find me at KimberlyAmici.com. My Facebook page is Living in the Sweet Spot, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram as Kimberly Amici. We'd love to hear from you, our listeners, to hear how you cultivate gratitude in your lives as well. And we'd love to hear about your favorite holiday traditions. You can let us know on our Facebook pages, of Circles of Faith, and the Slices of Life community page, and you'll find links for those pages in our show notes. If you subscribe to the newsletter at circlesoffaith.org, you'll get the show notes, additional content, and resources delivered right to your inbox. Don't forget to subscribe to us in iTunes so you never miss an episode, and while you're there, rate and review the show. Your comments go a long way in helping others find us.